out there. It's August 8th, 2018, and this is episode 19 of Video Games Were Mistake. Back with two gentlemen. We've returned. Some from far away. Some from nowhere. <laughs> Back to the despair that is his continual existence. I've got Ian uh, with me. Hey, guys. Uh, glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got Jermaine with me. Uh, yep, I'm I'm here from nowhere. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Talking about uh, video games in the summer that will never end. Oh man, it feels yeah. like the yeah. summer's felt it's just so, so long. damn hot. Oh yeah, it's uh, very hot. So uh, I was just um, this past week. I was in the Mediterranean, and uh, man. Turns out, super hot there too. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Really hot in uh, in Malta. Um, you went went to a different side of the world. Still hot. Yep. Confirmed. Has not changed. Yep. Can't uh, can't escape. And uh, it, it, well, the other thing too was um, we were staying in this little uh, Jesuit retreat house. And um, say what you want about the Jesuits, but they're not big on air conditioning. So. Mm. Um, the, like it was great. Like Malta's awesome, but uh, we get back uh, to the house at, at uh, oh, and yeah. So get back to the house, have dinner. You know, it'd been up in upper nineties, super humid all day, and then uh, it doesn't really cool off at night. So just kind of lay in the bunk and be kind of sad and hot all night and not sleep very well. <laughs> uh, I so. remember. I remember those times the Caribbean would be like that. You just you'd go inside and it would just be the same, Ugh. if not yeah. hotter than it was outside. And you're just like, kind of like on a second take, story, yeah, oh. yeah. And you're taking like showers, cold showers, and then like yeah, like and then what you would do, what I would do is I would, yep. I would take a cold shower and then not towel off. And just lay on the towel in my bed and hope to fall asleep before I got hot again. Yeah, that's that exactly what we're doing too. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, I didn't get a chance to. I was kind of hoping that I'd be able to visit 4A, uh, the makers of Metro, while I was there because they've moved their headquarters to Valletta. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we were staying in Gozo, which is the North Island, uh, so pretty remote from the city. So I didn't get a chance to do that, but it does turn out that there's a bunch of game companies that have uh, made their home in... Uh, it, it, basically, the economy in Malta is mostly uh, tourism, like 80-odd percent or something. But um, but there's a bunch of ga- uh, video game companies that are moving to the capital city just because they've got... Um, uh, well, it's, it's an appealing place to go. It's cheap uh, relative to Europe, and uh, they've got great internet services and stuff like that so i don't know it's it's a it's a sector mm. that they're looking to expand i think there it's kind of cool right as soon as you get out of the airport you can see a thing on the on a building the, the airport's built on an old raf base and uh you walk outside from baggage claim and you can see across the road there's a building that has like a game company on the it, it, i think it's like in an office park but you know there's some developer group that's that's right there so that's yeah, so cool. interesting very cool. Yeah. I love the way like, you know, with internet and like, you know, the global economy that sort of business moves, yeah. you know, like they just move around. It's like, well, you know, 
we'll just put our headquarters in this place because the taxation is good and yeah know, it's cheap uh, to live they there. can shoot right up as soon as there's tax incentives or whatever so yeah. exactly yeah it's pretty wild uh neat thing about what about um, you did you uh, did you have a good time there i did yeah uh, proper incentives we, we pro- well the incentive for me was to basically get in the ocean <laughs> and, and stay there. Did you achieve that? Did you I achieve, did achieve it? Did you, made, did you make it in? I, I did. And so, like, you can kind of just hang out, like a, you know, like an alligator or something like that, with my like eyes above, uh, um, the, the water line. They have these mm-hmm. beautiful protected beaches where, like, I mean, protected from like the 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 main ocean. There are these natural harbors, and uh, so. Yeah, I just go in there and kind of like uh, squat down a little bit until uh, <laughs> like most of me was in the water, so I, I would cool off, and that was nice. Mm-hmm. So, but it was just it was gorgeous. Uh, the other thing too is um, Malta's uh, like all the buildings, like you know, even new construction is done in stone that they quarry locally, and it's this kind of rose-colored uh, um, like limestone. And I'm not sure what else it is, but it's this this multi stone, and so everything is made out of it. Like from convenience stores to like new condos, it all looks like uh, it, it's all kind of done with like in a, in a classical style. And mm-hmm. uh, so, it, it really similar look throughout the whole island, and uh, almost like <laughs> like everything's made out of Lego, the same color. Um, oh, weird. So, yeah, it's like it's, it's, Minecraft it's, blocks that all you, exactly. you know, all, all yeah, you did yeah, yeah. was stone or whatever. And like, that sounds awesome. But yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, very ancient. I, the last day uh, we were there in Victoria and Gozo uh, went into the, went into town and went up to the Citadel um, on top of the, it's this ancient Citadel. There was a massive siege in I think 1509 um, where the, the, the the, la- the members of this uh the oldest chivalric order i think the knights of hospitaller um managed to uh, hold off the ottoman empire uh from invading the rest of europe basically they were they had planned to go through malta then to sicily and onto italy but they had to uh, fall back after being repulsed at uh, at uh, malta so uh, really neat That's stuff awesome. I, i'm really glad i got a chance to go very but I'm cool. also glad to be home and uh, in the air conditioning now. Oh, yeah. Cool. Really, Returning another neat video game related thing, too, is the uh, trip back. Uh, flew through Heathrow, then a, a you know, nine-hour flight from there to uh, Minneapolis. Got off the flight. I'm all out of sorts. We went through customs, got bags. I'm standing in the Minneapolis airport uh, at the baggage claim area and ran into Andy McNamara, uh, founder of uh, Game Informer. Was going oh, wow. to New York, so uh, we got a chance to catch up a little bit. That's pretty so, funny. Yeah, weird. So small world. Guess he's still making video game magazines. He is. Yep. Uh, still. <laughs> still. Still living the dream. Among other things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, still getting yeah, but- sweet like six month in advance exclusives, right? Oh yeah. No, that's that's basically Andy's job is to line those exclusives. Oh, yeah, up man. And, uh, got the he's got the connects to do that that's the way to do it man yeah he's doing it right so how about you guys though i've been i've been yammering on for long enough 
I've done nothing interesting whatsoever. Yeah, man. I didn't go to another country. Uh, School started today for the girls, so I had dealing with that shit. What happened with... uh, Nothing much. I'm going to... Is it me or is it like school starting way early? Because I thought it was like September when I was a kid. That's what I thought. But, well, apparently their school is super early because they go to a Catholic, private Catholic school. And everybody else is like, oh, my kids don't start for two weeks. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Way to brag. Mine (laughs) do. (laughs) Mm. I get to wake up at six in the morning. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, uh, I have just been doing the work, hanging out, playing an occasional game here and there. Yeah, same here. I'm just charging ahead. We were talking a little bit about before the show, but I'm charging ahead on the ye old business plan f- for the shop. I got my uh, my father-in-law, former big executive businessman involved, and he's really excited. You know, he's just excited to be doing something because he's, man, he's like almost, I think he's early 70s. Like he's like 70 or 71. But he's like, it, do you know how long he's been retired? It's like 20 years. Hell yeah. yeah <laughs> so he's like, he's fucking, I mean, he's doing, been doing consulting work. Like he never stopped doing consulting. Right. And so he's, he's fresh, but, uh, you know, like I gave him my initial business, like my financial model and he like ripped it apart. Yes. Like, this is garbage, <laughs> you know, but he was to his, to his credit, he was very nice about telling me how garbage it was. But, it's such um, good feedback to get. I mean, like it's oh, like yeah. have something you have like, torn to shreds but you want that yeah oh, right. yeah 100 because like i don't want to i don't want to get down the road and be like oh wow actually i can't ever make any money so like definitely yeah, not at least he didn't like that. laugh at you or something he's like is this is this for real <laughs> no no he was really jazzed about it actually he was like this is cool. a great idea and you know da, 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 da. but he comes he keeps trying to turn it into a restaurant because he's like former restauranteer he's like well True. you gotta have a grease trap and i'm like what do i <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck do i need is, a grease trap and he's like so well good. if you ever wanted to sell food ever and i'm like well if i wanted to sell food down the road i could just move buildings he's like <gasps> you never moved and i it just it was it was pretty wild um yeah he's he's a, he's really happy to be involved you know like t- honestly like i'm i'm excited to be doing it and everything but like watching him get really jazzed about it has been really cool so um, it's been fun and doing For a lot sure. of, uh, investigating and learning, you know, one of the things I have been learning in the course of that is how people like these little shops sell video games online. So oh, really? one of the companies that I'm, I'm looking at working with, um, they do like, uh, you know, like they skew up, you know, so, so that you don't have to. So if you think about like a, a trading card game, right? Every time a trading card, uh, set releases you know you have like 150 skews because you have you know 150 different cards and you got to take pictures of all of them and you got to trans you know you got to get all yeah. the text in and all of that right yeah. um well like this company does it all for you right they just that's their specialty is they like pre-scan Damn. this stuff and and make it searchable and whatever but they don't just do trading cards they do board games and used games and used like like just basically everything video game that you could ever think of these guys have skewed up taken a picture of 
you know, and put mm-hmm. into like a point of sale system that you can use. That's smart. Um, That's really it's, great. It's pretty wacky. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I had no idea that they did that because I used them many years ago. Um, but then they were like, yeah, we do video games now. It's like, well, smart okay. yeah well, that's really cool weird i would think it'd be going the opposite way but apparently it's not like apparently everybody sells video games now and it's just cool. like what they do so very odd it's kind of a strange crossing of worlds you know <sighs> but yeah so you guys have been playing video games you've been playing some video games playing some games man <laughs> yeah not, yeah jokes on you no jokes on you nope <laughs> no no game i mean I've been playing video games, but I have not played anything new. And I feel it's been two weeks and nothing new has crossed my plate. But I'm going to change that either tonight or tomorrow. I'm going to play Dead Souls or Dead Cells, not Dead Souls. I don't know what the fuck that is. Dead, Dead Souls, Souls is great. Has to be a game. That's what I keep hearing. And I cannot really wait to sink my teeth into it. I yeah, played I'm, a ton of it when it was in early access. And then I've played about, mm, about an hour and a half. Uh, okay. just okay. recently a couple days ago and it's good right. it it they've they've polished it up considerably um since i played it last but it still feels really really good um <laughs> it was it when i played it, it i mean it it was together in early access like way ahead of That's it was just heard. missing yeah. stuff you know it was just right. like missing a vendor or like it was like huh there probably should be something else here you know mm-hmm. or like now that all that stuff is there and it just feels like a very tight complete package it's the best always, one of those i would say um, like of the metroid the new metroidvanias yeah i mean i, I would assume most p- people would say hollow one or um hollow knight, hollow or knight. Whatever. yep yep mm-hmm. but i something about hollow knight just isn't for me like i don't know if it's the way like it like the combat is or mm-hmm. or whatever but um i don't Definitely know those metroid thing, games yeah. Yeah, those Metroid games, for some reason, I don't want, like, all of the jumps to be super, super tight. You know right. what I mean? I don't, I don't want the hard to come from the the jumps. I want the the hard to come from, like, the combat. Um, oh, yeah, same here, because I am definitely turbo into trash like, at platforming. Like, yeah. if that's the... Like, Ori and the Blind Forest has some of those, um, like, super involved... Mm-hmm. Uh, like chaining jumps and like you, you just got to be really precise with you know the way you're using your double jumps and abilities and that's I, i'm just not gonna be able to do that because uh i'm old and arthritic now so <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and was never good at those to begin with so um, yeah like just give me some people to beat you know like an altered yeah. beast kind of fighting exactly like I, people talk about like like symphony of the night or whatever and like you know symphony of the night has some some sections that with some hard jumps but nothing crazy i mean like these games like celeste and and uh, ori and and hollow knight are i mean they're good right like i I like playing them but sometimes that jumping shit is just you know what i just want to like fight the dudes i don't want to have to like (laughs) try this jumping section for 30 minutes to try to you know and i'm I'm exaggerating Mm -hmm. but it feels like forever to try and get it right and uh, hollow one has some insanely difficult platforming yeah. in it. I mean, just like stuff that, I, you know, I would literally have to try a bunch of times and be like, well, I'm just not going to be able to do this today and then just come back to it. And that's, a, mm-hmm. I think why I eventually bounced off of that game. But, 
But Dead Cells doesn't really have that. Uh, it's just like weighty, cool combat with like all kinds of buttons that you can push because you have like slots for grenades and slots for special weapons and the weapons are really cool. And um, that's that game is just awesome. It's really good. I hope people that's, buy it. It looks so good. I, I hope people buy it too. I haven't played it, but um, I've heard uh, I, I'm going to buy it on principle. Yes. Um, because the uh, the the studio uh, that makes it apparently has like a like a radically egalitarian pay structure. Like everybody makes the exact same, uh, and um, you know if if it, if the game does well, then everyone gets the same bonus. So it's got this like super cool labor politics attached to it. So I'm like, well, I'm going to support this no matter what, like whether I play the game or not, which I I want to because it looks really good. I mean, mm-hmm. so. I was considering Probably getting it on bucks. Switch, but I, I have not heard good things about the performance on the Switch port. So, uh, oh, that's a shame. Like, yeah, because it looks uh, that like, game the needs like so, frame rate too. It really. Oh is. no! Don't tell me that. I bought it on Switch. Oh, well, I mean, it, I, hey, look, it could be wrong, but uh, I just I, I I that's what I had kind of been waiting on, and mm. um and something I saw today. Uh, you know, fans haven't been super jazzed about the uh about the performance on the switch port so we'll see i mean it's probably something they can fix too so oh yeah for sure yeah there's there's like a post saying you know hey like there's frame rots and they're like we're gonna fix it you know um although they said performance fixes are the company's main priority in the coming months but the developers don't expect a fix to come until november at the absolute earliest oh i'm not mm. waiting to november to play this yeah, so I'm maybe, just, yeah. i'll just roll with it <laughs> maybe just play it yeah um yeah apparently it dips down into the 40s oh really you're gonna notice some six like that game is one of those things where if the frame rate drops, you're going to notice it. Oh, really? It I don't know that it's unplayable, though. Like right. like I said, yeah. there's not a ton of like really tight platforming stuff in that. Um, so you could, you're probably fine. Yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll check in next week because I'm definitely going to start it up this week. Yeah. And we'll see if I run into any slowdown or anything like that. Um, I'm sure yeah. it's fine. Uh, interested to hear how that uh how that goes i'm sure it's fine it'll be all right it'll be if all not, right i'll just get it on pc <laughs> yeah it'll be okay and i've been playing tons more no man's sky oh i cannot wait yeah. to sink I, that's another one i just haven't started it up because i know that's going to be a huge time sink for me because all of the stuff they added sound right up my alley I gotta be honest. Though, this is here's this weird thing with it. Have you been playing No Man's Sky at all, Ian, or no? I did pick it up after our last talk, uh, based on the, based largely on the strength of your recommendation. So, and, uh, so yeah, here's so. the thing with No Man's Sky. <laughs> I can't tell you why I like it. What? <laughs> because I don't really know why I like playing it so much. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of shit in it that's just like way broken, like. Where you're just like, man, that's not great, you know, or like, shit the breaks the interface a lot. Works um, is pretty dumb, but yeah, but I mean, then you real that like, I don't know, I don't know why it's good, and then like, you know, there's only 
you go to the same space station like over and over and it's like, oh, this is basically the same space station again. Or like, oh, there's here's this, you know, I'm in a galaxy a million miles away or a million light years from the last one. And, oh, look, it's it's this, you know, crashed ship with goop all over the panels and the eggs like so like the planets are always different but they're always kind of the same right right because they yeah. always have certain things on them right so you like you can see you where kind the of figure six or out, ten variables are right yeah this you figure out the yeah the like the uh nuts and bolts of it pretty quick mm-hmm. but i don't know for some reason it's still good <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't really say why. I mean, there's just like a, there's an ambition to that game and, uh, very, re- there's, I think it's because I'm old, right? I don't think <laughs> I would have loved this game as much when I was like, like 10 years ago. I'd have been like, I'd have gotten really bored of it really fast because, you know, you're kind of just doing stuff and like, yeah, there's some goals and quests, but they're kind of the same quests. You kind of just get the same shit over and over and so you're, but so you're just kind of like, it's like that make your own, but you just kind of do a thing. You're like, Oh, you know, I'm going to work on my base or I'm going to go fight pirates or whatever you're going to do. It's just very good at, you just kind of just like taking your time, right. Where mm-hmm. you're just like, I want to dump an hour into this. And it's very good at giving you things that you can put an hour or two or whatever into. Definitely. And right. then you can just like, just be like, all right, I'm done. And then just quit. And, you know, when you come back, it's ready. And, you know, you want to fight some pirates now? You know, you want to, <laughs> you didn't, you haven't killed any pirates in a while. You want to do that? Okay. Well, if not, let us know we're here, you know? So it, it's just very accommodating yeah. in ways, well, but then it's horrifically it there, unaccommodating. It, that's what I was going to say is that like, it, there's a new, uh, like, um, ramp into the game like on ramp basically i think Mm -hmm. uh and um so i started it up and uh one of the options is um you you, you start like you pick a difficulty and like there's um like chill mode or something Mm -hmm. and and that sounded a little you know a little training wheelsy so i i jumped right into survival so it's like okay well i'm you know i'm I'm no schlub I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm I do. A I do. Th- I do this thing. Professional games writer. I'm gonna go and you know, do this the right way. Well, <clears throat> it turns out that if you t- pick, uh, if you start a game on survival mode, they send you directly to a murder planet uh, every time. It's, it, it's not necessarily. The, it's not always the same one, but there will mm-hmm. be some kind of environmental thing going on in the planet that you go to right off the bat that is actively killing you for being there. So oh, nice. my, my first planet that I woke up in was like completely poisonous. Uh, it was just poison gas everywhere. And so you have to like immediately figure out how to put, I think, what is it? Silicon or no, um, nitrogen or something like that. Oh, you that have to find, uh, uh, sodium, sodium. That's it. Uh, you yeah, really got to find sodium, sodium. To, to put the survival. And then you're looking for uh, oxygen rich plants and, uh, so the anyway, here's what happened. Uh, I was doing that, scrambling to get my uh, ship back in order. One of the first quests you do is to find like the navigation, uh, some some navigation beacon or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to go over to uh, some abandoned base, pick up this this thing, and then get back to your ship. Well, 
on my way back to my ship, I died carrying that thing. And <laughs> so when I respawned, that was gone. And yeah. it turns out that that softlocks the game. You can't progress any further because like that's the one thing that you need. And yep. like, you, you so anyway, so I started over. And I was like, okay, well maybe this time I'll get a better planet. No, I got uh, in, like basically like the the glow from Fallout. Um, <laughs> yeah, like one of the fog, the foggy, yeah, like toxic planets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Godzilla's butthole in space. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, in that one, I I can't really blame the game for this because I just screwed up. Like I was, I got greedy, was going after the sodium plants, and uh, completely lost my ship. Couldn't figure out. Like went over a hill, and then I couldn't. I just could not find my way back to the ship because I hadn't put a navigation yeah. beacon down or anything. Uh, yeah. I wound up. See what I should have done is just killed myself, but instead, what I did was I walked for twelve kilometers <laughs> trying to find my ship, and I never did. Yeah. Uh, so then I killed myself, but I finally made it off the planet. So there's about a there's about a I would say about a f- three to four hour like period where the game is it's weird. The difficulty curve is very strange. It's like it's it's like very high at the beginning mm-hmm. and then it just like careens off a cliff into like ridiculously easy you know yeah, like really. it's it, it's just like chill creation sort of yeah thing. at first it's like holy shit you're going to die you know like and these meters are going down and you're running out of oxygen and you're like oh god and you're, so you're you're trying to do stuff but you're constantly like there's this push pull of well but i need to pick up the, whatever it is I need to survive at the moment. Mm-hmm. But then, and and you have no tools with which to find those things. Really? You know, you don't have a, a, a bunch of upgrades on your visor or whatever mm-hmm. to like find shit. So there, there's this weird gap before you start getting the tools you need, you know, cause it does a tutorial sort of thing. That's how it introduces like, Oh, now you have a visor that, that shows you where like yes. things are on the map. And, and, uh, you know, you have a, a pulse, like a sensor and you have a, you know, so you have all these things, but at first all you have is this pulse that's on like a cool down and, yeah, like a minute and a half or something like that. It, it feels like forever. It feels like forever. So it, it kind of, it does a good job of making you like, man, it would really suck if you didn't have this visor. Right. You know, <laughs> yes. so it, it does a good job of telling you that, but you have no idea that that's that it's going to go away because this is all, you know, you know, you just drop in and it's like, wow, is this how I get sodium forever? I have to just like run around Mm -hmm. looking for these plants and, and quickly that becomes not the case. Right. Yeah. Eventually. I think it's good. I mean, like like as annoying as that, that, that scarcity period is like you, you do, it does, like you said, it serves a purpose Mm -hmm. and you, 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 you get sort of the, uh, the importance of keeping your, you know, your your survival suit um, up to date, obviously, but also it establishes this sense of kind of isolation and loneliness, I think, too. And yeah, uh, like the, the Martian kind of, uh, it, it it feels a bit like that. Like yeah. this is a tough. Yeah, before he be before he starts alone. growing potatoes, you know, like yeah, that exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, like, oh god, yeah, what am I going to exactly. eat? Like, how am I going to breathe? Kind of thing. But right. Once it gets going, then it turns into this weird, like, just like 
walking simulator thing. It's very right. strange, like what it changes into where it's just like, I just do whatever I do. And you just kind of walk around and like your really only big upgrades are like you can get, a, a, you know, ships, you can get spaceships and you're so you're, you're making money. But your big upgrades are like inventory slots, you know, like you get more yeah. inventory slots, which are critical because the inventory is horrific. Like it's just so bad. The, yeah, oh, it's man. just so bad and so poorly designed. And that hasn't changed. Like I was so sure they were going to be like, like you know, kind of like the Witcher kind of figured out like, Hey man, our inventory is real shit. Like we need to make this better, you know? So like they yeah. kind of made some tweaks over the life of, of Witcher, like to make it better. And it eventually, like if you played the Witcher three now, you'd be like, Oh yeah. And you just play it. But if you played the Witcher three from like launch, you'd be like, good God, like this inventory uh-huh. is so bad. And, and you know, it, <laughs> it's still yeah, pretty bad, but it's out. not nearly yeah. as bad. Well, like I was so sure when I logged in because I hadn't played it in forever. You know, it'd been like, man, like almost two years. Um, and I thought for sure, like, oh, it's going to be so much better now. Like the inventory is going to be so much better. No, it's, yeah. it's they nice. added like a weird, like little quick menu, but that's it. So, so yeah. Ian, you know, the little quick menu that it has. Uh, yes. The, 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 you can push, the, like on the D pad, like on the D pad that didn't used to be there. Oh. Nope. I remember playing that shit at launch. Yeah, there was no, there was no menu. Like, like th- there's stuff in that menu that, like, there was some form of it, but it wasn't that. Like, it didn't work. <laughs> it was so you had to go into that, like, that you know, pause screen menu every time right, you which, wanted to do something, which doesn't actually pause the game. I found out. Yeah, I was still dying. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So, so that's it's, good. I mean, it's a, it's uh, a thing, but. Despite all of that for the building. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Like it is. It's and like there's so many things to complain about with No Man's Sky, but it's so oddly meditative Mm -hmm. once you get going. And like some of the things like some of the planets are legit beautiful, too. And I kind of I put down on the like the first one that I got to that wasn't like after that initial thing of the initial planet of, you know, radioactive hell world. Um finally put down on the second planet. It was this lush, beautiful Jurassic Park, nice. uh, you know, Ray Bradbury horizons kind of planet. And, um, it's like, okay, it gives you kind of space to breathe for a second. And you look around and it's just it's beautiful. There's these dinosaurs cruising around with, you know, mushrooms on their heads or whatever. I mean, like, it's just really, <laughs> the sun's coming up over an alien lake. It's so good. Yeah, so, unfortunately, I mean, you, that you find like, like crazy shit, robots, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, it's it is a cool thing. Like it, it, it definitely like there's a feeling that they're going for that they have hit, you know, like yeah. they've missed in a bunch of ways. Mm-hmm. But there's a feeling they're trying to make you have that they hit, you know, like, yep. um and like it's one of the few games that I've played where like I actually like take screenshots in the game. Where it turns everybody into like, you know, space photographer or whatever. And I'm um, I'm a sucker for that in any game. So this yeah. is like this is catnip for me that way. It just it, it looks really great. And you know the other thing too, like the jankiness and weirdness and stuff. Like it's just I I kind of miss having like intensely idiosyncratic games like that where 
Yeah. They're it, it, it's it's got that stalker, yeah. that stalker sort exactly. of love where it's like, I kind of love how comparison. fucked up yeah. this is, you know, like I kind of <laughs> exactly. love that it doesn't work, you know, like, yeah, I mean, stalker it's bad. So broken and yeah. Yeah. But, it, but I love that it's not perfect, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know all the things I hated about it, which is weird because it's all the reasons I like hated it at launch. Yeah. I was about to say, sounds I, like launch. <laughs> I don't know why this time I, I, you know what a big part of it is, is I think that the fact that they put you in third person, like right away mm. is a big change, right? Because, right. Oh yeah. I it forgot being, that it was a first person game. Yeah, originally. <laughs> it being broken in first person felt a lot worse, but in third person, it was a huge mistake to make it a first person game is all I would mm. say is like you. And it's, it's only apparent to me now that when I play it in third, where I'm just like, man, in third, like where you see your little spaceman, like running around, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he's got his little moon boots on and he's just kind of yep. like, do, do, do. And he's got his jet pack, you know, and you can see him flying around and, you know, he's got his little mining laser out and you're just shooting rocks. And, yeah. and <laughs> I don't know, there's something to that versus like, um, it felt a little too, I don't want to say indie is the word, but like, like low rent, you know, from the first person perspective, it, it sure. felt a little too like one of those Minecrafty kind of things. I'd um, be interested to like, there's, that's, that's worth a think. Like what's the, yeah. you know, psychological difference, you know, and it, what, what, what is the game communicating to you differently just by pulling back to an over the shoulder? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've um, said that about it's weird because I'm actually finding that that I'm not super pleased with first person anymore. Like I'm kind okay. of disappointed if it's a first person game, which is really weird because I never used to be that way. But like mm-hmm. PUBG, for instance, like I think oh. the reason that PUBG hit so hard with me was that it was third person. Right. And then as that game started to move toward and everybody started playing first person, I kind of wasn't into it anymore. Right. Um, okay. It's something about like seeing your little dude in the world, um, and like seeing how the world affects them or or whatever. Sort of in a weird way brings you closer. Um, I don't know why that yeah. is because you would think like first person. Oh, I'm looking. I'm walking around and I'm looking at things. But the thing is, especially once you've used like a VR headset, you realize like first person isn't really that immersive right it's like it's not the view that you're used to um so now like third person for me is like i see more i see more of the world i see my guy and how like the world i think rockstar has figured that out too right Mm -hmm. because they've clearly like you know they're maybe that's why these rockstar games like are so i mean obviously other than i mean it's one of a million things but they figured out a way to show you the world and put this thing, this, this character in it, but have them be ever present. Like they're always there cause they're on mm-hmm. the screen. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's gotta be some, some deeper thinking, you know, games writer that, uh, someone's got to have written a paper about this. Yeah. But like, I, I was thinking about this just now. And I mean, I feel like you know the, the first person, like the, the perennial complaint, especially on PC, is like your field of view, and can you alter that? Like, can you can you widen the field of view mm-hmm. beyond like ninety? And um, and I think the reason that is 
is because like yeah like you said the first person isn't really the way that we experience the world in real life like it it obviously it is a first person view that you have when you're walking around uh in you know in real life but you're you're also aware of things that are going on in your periphery and around you um in a way that you can't really uh indicate on a on a screen you know in 16 by 9 Mm-hmm. So that may be why the like the third person perspective feels a little better sometimes because you know, you're kind of getting a wider view, uh, or or you feel yeah, like that... you are anyway. You know, mm-hmm. like you can see stuff that's happening in your immediate vicinity, uh, like you know you'd be aware of that whether or not you were looking directly at it in in real life. So yeah, that's it's... that's a little crackpot theory that I just came up with now. Maybe maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not. Yeah, it's like a spatial happen. awareness, right? Yeah, like yeah. you just notice things that are happening around you and not just what you are looking at mm-hmm. right like you know you drive a car in gta and it's it's readily apparent whenever you try to drive a car in an open world game right like yeah. you know you're like trying to drive a car from the first person view and it's like holy shit this is impossible (laughs) right and then and then you like pop out and it widens the field of view a bit but then suddenly it's infinitely easier right like it just suddenly it's oh i can see now like now i feel like i can look and I, i don't know that's why a lot of times like i'm very glad to see them sort of exploring um in vr uh not first person views so in in like with Hellblade, it's a third person game and you play mm-hmm. it in third person. Um, but it's great because like you can see everything, right? Like you can just look around and like, you, you know, you have this big wide field of view. Um, I, I don't know. I think that like first person is a, is a crutch. It was used as a crutch for like immersiveness for a long time. And I'm glad to see like people playing around with it. So, yeah, yeah, I think that. Hey, well, I mean, we've had third-person games for a while, but I think it's been it's taken a bit to get to the point where, you know, where, where we are now. Because I mean, like, it it just it felt like Gears has always been a shooter, but also third-person. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but now it, it does seem like there's been some kind of maybe it's the Uncharted's or the you know, new games no, Hitman. Vein, but Hitman for instance, Hitman, is yep, that's a great example yeah, too. But yeah, um, I, I, like, can you imagine playing Hitman in first person? I was just about to say, miserable. No. God, <laughs> it'd be so bad. Miserable. Like, you wouldn't be able to see anything, right? No. Like the or whole... Witcher for that matter. There's no way. The yeah, Witcher would no suck thanks. in third person or in first person. Yeah, absolutely. But then, but we say that, but but <laughs> they're making Cyberpunk first person. Shit, that's true right. which is, which is kind of wild like that they're they're going Ooh. different you know so that's and that's a considered decision from what you know i've read um yeah uh, it, you know they, they really want you to well i mean cyberpunk's all about you know transhumanism and they, they want you to be in the body that you're in i think mm-hmm. and but you know when rather than like it being this sort of default thing you know it is this you know, design decision where it's like, okay, well, what are we communicating with this point of view versus that? So right. I'm excited to see what they do with that. Like cyber cyberpunk. I'm still, they've still got my, uh, <clears throat> my faith. That's going to be the game of the year uh, to beat. So <laughs> already. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, like it's, it's, you know, it's CD project. So I'm, I don't know. They've got, uh, 
pretty good, at least as far as I'm concerned. I mean, other people may feel differently, but I, that's what I'm most hyped for because they just seem to do a pretty good job. Yeah, they seem to know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. If anybody's yeah. going to do it right, I, I have faith in them at this point. Yeah, it's going to be good. But, uh, you know, you know what I think, you know, to kind of I know we're kind of beating this one to death, but I think like a lot of it's like storytelling, right? It, it's how much of a story is there in this, right? Like, so I feel like like PUBG, most of the games that like No Man's Sky and PUBG, they feel better in third person to me because like the interesting part of those games is like the emergent sort of storytelling that comes out of them. Which is why one of the reasons I was so disappointed that Sea of Thieves wasn't third person. Right. Because, like, seeing your little dude in or, you know, pirate woman or or whatever in, like, that world would be really interesting and, like, helps you sort of relay the story in your head. You know, like, it, it's I saw my person there. Like, I saw my little spaceman jumping around on the moon you know, and he like then he had like a Saturn in the background and then a fart cloud killed me, you know, like all of those <laughs> things like that's a storytelling thing. Right? right. And it's harder to be a story if it's you looking at it through a porthole, you know, because we've seen that a thousand times before. I don't know. That's true. There's uh, there's there's some deep thought there that uh, I, I'm sure also like people than me have. Have one and two, so playing in first person, make like more story wise, kind of feels like a, like trying to describe a dream, which never goes well. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. I just woke up, so that might be why I'm. <laughs> You're in Jet a nice egg. state of mind for it. Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. you, Andy? Did you get to play anything? Have you been playing anything since you got back? Uh, since both. we talked last, yeah. Uh, I went and um, because I was going to take. I loaded the switch up with a couple new games uh, to take on the plane. And uh, I, I did, I wasn't going to take a laptop or anything. Um, so, you know, if, if there was downtime, I was going to you know, rely on the switch. And so I played, I went and I got uh, thumper, which, oh, yeah. uh, which mm. is this, <laughs> if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of a rhythm game. Uh, it's about a, yeah. a metal space bug on a rail that uh, you, you basically learn these moves to take turns and jumps and stuff like that. And you're flying into the void toward like something horrible and evil. Um, man, that game's good. That's a, that's a really cool game. I've never yeah. played it without playing it in VR. So I need to probably experience it that way, but in VR, it's kind of terrifying. I would imagine, yeah. It sounds it would almost be too much. I think you can feel you feel it. <laughs> well, but it's like fun I, though. I love that game. It's weird that it like makes that sense of dread, right? Yeah. Like Thumper yeah. does that really well, which, which is I really mean, weird. I, it's strange because there's nothing like on paper about it that would do that, but it like it really does. Like the the aesthetics of it are just really. Well, first off, it's very prog rock, right? Like it, it looks yeah. like a, oh, like yeah. a journey cover or something like that. But, oh yeah, no, it's, um, uh, it's like what a Rush album would be like, like you super know. duper. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> if you uh, if you're just it, listening, I mean, 
Uh, yeah, it, yeah the, it's think, Neil Pert the game. Yep. Uh, but the yeah. uh, tagline, not the tagline, but they describe that game as a rhythm violence game, and I yes. 100% agree with that. It's, a, it's such a good way to, to, to describe it. So, yeah, yep. Earbuds and the Switch. I mean, you're obviously not getting the VR experience with it, but it's, man, it's, it's one of those things where you, you, know, you screw up. You, okay, do, do play it again, play it again. It's like this, this sort of this meat boy yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. progression. And they give you kind of like the, the, the rhythms that you're going to be matching, they kind of give you in a echo form ahead of like a measure ahead. You can mm-hmm. kind of hear them coming on the track. Um, so, you, you know, it's like, you know, womp, womp, turn or, you know, whatever you, 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 you get into this flow state. That's uh that's intense and it's really cool. So, uh, but that, I mean, it's been out for a long time. I mean, I'm pretty sure people know what Thumper is, but I, yeah, the, the switch version is really cool. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the C uh, version yep. is actually super cheap right now. It's like $7. I just yeah, saw that it was on that. sale the other day. Worth uh, it. Yep. Yeah. If you, have, <clears> if you like that. those types of games, like, that yeah. is, you know, um, the other something got, about the like hitting oh, the right like spot in Thumper ooh, is yeah. very satisfying. Like the whole screen kind of shakes. Yeah, um, you get this like good. nice like blast of yeah, visual feedback and, yeah. uh, and a little vibrate. Yeah, so the, the 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 player feedback that it gives you is like just top notch. So yeah, it's real good. Uh, kind of a master master class in in that I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you been playing so anything Thumper, else? Thumper's good. Yes, uh, picked up uh, Hammerwatch, um, little indie game. It's been kicking around on Steam for a long time now, I think. Um, but it's kind of a top-down gauntlet-like um, game where uh, and this is again on the Switch. But um, oh, I you, own Hammerwatch. I've played probably, that like a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got it in so like going, a bundle or something. That, they I'm released sure. that on the Switch. That's interesting. They did, and you can take the Joy Cons off and uh, play multiplayer, local multiplayer. Cool. Uh, which oh, is really that stuck. is a great idea. So yeah, that was the plan. I didn't get to play it with my friend. Uh, we didn't wind up actually having a whole lot of time, uh, you know, downtime to play games or what have you. But um, yeah, you were too like busy to immersing yourself in in beautiful Mediterranean waters. Exactly. exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too <laughs> bad. Eating octopus and things. But uh, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> we'll have to get to the Heimer Watch uh, local multiplayer at some point, but mm. but it's it's a fun little game. It's um uh, there's it it's about killing hordes of enemies in a dungeon. It's it's cute too. I yeah. mean, it's got this nice um, pixel art style. Um, yeah, and when and the, when it was made like five or six years ago, that was like really kind of new. You know, people yeah, were making was a, that we kind of thing. Totally. Uh, yeah, weren't yeah. totally at market saturation. Yeah, retro, now they're like everywhere, right? But it, yeah. it, it's there's a lot of dudes on the screen in that game, like a lot. That's the yeah, um, it, it, that's where you get the gauntlet comparison, like because yeah. you just get like a, a okay, so you move by a door and a hundred bats come out. So yeah, like it's it's pretty neat. Yeah, that game um, is sweet. Yep, it's good. There's I I think the Switch version comes with the I think all versions now come with the DLC. Which uh, the name escapes me right now. Um, I think the Sun, Switch version also Sun, added a Sun character Temple? class or two. Sun Temple. That, yeah, something like that. Yeah, the Temple. Something of, like that. Yeah, so, yeah, something like that. So the Sun, Golden Temple, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so you get all that, and you get another character class. 
Uh, probably should have researched this before I brought it up on the show, but um, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool little. It's like a top down, you know, little. Yeah, there's a million. Very what you see is what you right? get. Like yeah. there's a thousand of them out there. There's like a top down gauntlet light. It's it's very far away. Like your character is really tiny, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, it's a bunch of pixel stuff. The, the, the animation it runs really good. Um, yes, it puts a shitload of dudes on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get, I mean, you, every, the characters are meaningfully different too, which I like, um, yeah. you, you, they all have a series of abilities that you can upgrade. And, um, so it, it's a deeper spin on the gauntlet formula, but still very much a, you know, what you see is what you get sort of yep. thing. So, but, but it's good. Uh, I've played through the first couple acts, I think, and it gets, it gets challenging. The, the, the second level is called the armory and it, 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 it Totally different tile set, uh, totally different uh, layout, and I believe it's it's not procedurally generated. I mean, they they've made a like a designed uh, set of maps, which is good, I think. And you have to kind of you you, you don't uh, just continuously go up floors. You'll have to go up one set of stairs, move around that second level, and then back down to the first floor to find a switch or a key or something like that in some places. So. Um, so yeah, the, the the dungeon's designed, and I think it benefits from that too. Yeah, procedural generation is fun, but it can it can kind of limit the you know design potential for for a level. So, but that's a good one. Um, the another thing that I found out uh, or found while I was in an airport somewhere, I can't remember. Um, but I was looking for, I got it into my head that I, I wanted to find mobile proper war games on mobile and they do exist um there's a series by a guy Joni uh newtonen i think his name is um and he's got like there's there's gotta be like 40 of them uh where it's this system that he's designed for for war games and it goes back to like the american civil war um most of them are world war ii as you might expect Uh, i downloaded one uh that's a, a a conflict i've never really seen a game take on, which is the Spanish civil war. Uh, so I, I think mm. they're all like, if you buy the premium version, they're like six bucks each. Okay. Um, uh, so you've got the Spanish civil war scenario. I was kind of disappointed because you can only play as the fascists. Uh, I was kind of hoping mm. to play as uh, Republican Spain, but, um, but no, but it, it seems solid. I mean, yeah, it's I mean that, that, want, that right? happens to me all the time. You know, I'm like, man, you know, I boot up my brand new, sweet hot new game and i'm so frustrated i can't be you know republican spain yeah so so irritating Uh, (laughs) every time every time with this you know like uh Uh, look this is this is i'm just spoken i am this is a a decidedly ian game right (laughs) very much uh yeah so but it's like if you were to play a civil war game and you could only play as a confederacy. I mean that. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like it, it, so, uh, so that. that uh, um, those do exist though. Like if you're into a uh, historical, you know, war simulation games, there's like just check out the Johnny Newton series of war games. I think they're on. I, they're definitely on Google Play and I believe also on iOS. So. Mm. It's cool um, to see that like that type of stuff is. It just goes to show you, like, man, like everybody's got a phone you know what i mean and 
so everybody has a game machine now and like there's a game for everybody on your phone you can sell somebody something yeah Yeah. with their phone yeah absolutely so i mean i've seen Um, more in the last year i've seen more like elderly people playing games on their phone like in public places than i ever thought would be the case if you want to see see, like like, airports are perfect places to watch people play games uh, yeah everybody's doing it yeah and i see a lot of like people playing those you know what i see a lot of that i literally have never heard anyone talk about ever is like those weird rpg battle games you know you know what i'm talking about like that are just constantly advertised in every ios like game war or some shit no they're more like they're like Final Fantasy type games, you know, and they have just like huge okay. numbers over top all of the characters. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're gotcha games exactly, but they're always like they're always free to play, and yep. they've always got so, just a bunch of the most anime looking characters you've you just ever a bunch seen. of anime boobs on the front. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like wow. Like I see people playing those games all the time. And I'm just like, I have never talked to a single person who's ever played one of these ever in my life. But I see people uh, do, doing it yeah. all. I just want to grab somebody and be it, like, yeah. tell me what this is. What are you playing? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Show me how to play. What is that? What are you doing? Uh, on the plane, I saw, you know, in Europe, once we, we flew down from uh, Charles de Gaulle to Valletta. And uh, there's all these like French kids, you know, these, uh, you know, just like attractive 20 year old yeah. people, beautiful European uh, people. Yeah. Uh, Malta is full of just absurdly gorgeous people. Yeah, everyone, everyone's um, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except for the people who are, who aren't, this is just a side note. Uh, there's dad bod in Europe too. It's like, Oh yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like American dad bod, but more so hmm. if that makes sense. Like the people, there's just so much less body shame. In the yeah, they just uh, they don't care. The, nobody. Right? It's yeah, just exactly. like they don't care. They're like, yeah. look where we are. This is like, beautiful. Fuck your yeah. body shaming. Yeah, who cares? Like, I'm just, gonna, just it's a thousand degrees like, and we don't have air out. conditioning. You know, <laughs> like well, that's true. Yeah, you know, you like, see like these just gorgeous like Baywatch type people. You know, men and women both like hanging out, or or like just gigantic tattooed dudes, and like you know, women who are probably spies or assassins or something like that. Mm-hmm, they're just super mm-hmm. cool, and they're hanging out next to like just these like an older dude who's like just like huge beer belly everything sagging uh does nobody cares nobody cares or or older women or anything like that like people who are just completely out of shape grandmothers everybody's wearing their swimsuit out having a good time nobody's like looking at anybody weird it's fine i think it's like super healthy Mm -hmm. um not sure where i was going with that thought uh but oh well the thing was like yeah these kids uh you know young people i shouldn't call them kids that were on the plane and everybody's playing a game like uh one guy had fallout shelter up um there's a bunch of games i didn't recognize that they were playing on their phones but um you know like endless runners there was another one that was kind of just like a tap jump yep. across like a screen sort of but everybody had something when you see that just, stuff you start to understand why like my why nintendo makes like the decisions that they make about their mobile stuff, Absolutely. right? Like, because right. we're like that. Why would they make Mario only go one direction? You know, and then it's like, yeah. oh wait, because 
there's talking to people. There's 28 million people playing that already, you <laughs> know, and they're just like, oh yeah, it's just like you know Doodle Run or whatever the hell it's called, yeah. you know. Oh, it's Mario Doodle Run, sweet, you know, and then they just go right, in, they just <laughs> yeah. go right into it. But um, th- th- it's always important to remember that maybe a game that we don't like maybe just isn't for us, exactly. you know. And I'm coming around on that like in my mm-hmm. old age where I'm like, you know what? I think this sucks, but I'm sure there's somebody out there that yeah. loves it. <laughs> this, you know? The fact that I hate this does not make it mean it. It make doesn't it make it bad. You know, exactly. like it's just different. I came to that realization today about smash brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. you know what? I guess, I guess it is. Okay. People do enjoy that. A lot of people went nuts today. Yeah, I, I, I came to that realization watching Evo, you know, like, oh, yeah, it was, you know, so Evo was this last week and I, I felt really, you know, I'm like, man, I used to really like fighting games, so they're just not for me anymore. Like, there's right. just a level of like commitment that they require that I just don't have. I just don't have it anymore. And mm. but I'm really happy that those people love those games and that that community is there like and, you know. It's wild to me that the Dragon Ball Z game was like the big hype game at Evo. Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Uh, and that the guy be, the, yeah. the guy who wins it is like a gay f- furry, you know, African American dude. I was just like this is like the dream. The like yeah. I mean this is I mean this is what we wanted, right? Like this exactly. is I mean and he like so he wins his match you know, in like very exciting fashion over the like very stoic, like Japanese guy that he's playing. And he like goes over, gives the Japanese guy like a big firm handshake and puts his, like his, his like furry gloves and his, you know, like (laughs) hat on and went insane, you know, like he, and he just like, (laughs) just went nuts. You know, he was just like going crazy. And I was just like, man, like, Video games are fucking cool. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. That, oh, like, just, and this, yeah. it just would have like if you described this to me, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's it a would, wild thing. It would be like Westworld that don't oh, yeah. look like anything. Like I just would not understand what I'm even looking at. But now, like it's just I don't know. Yeah, it's this great it's culture investor. I think like, it's know? a wild so thing. Weird. So I know you played one more thing, Ian. Oh, I did. Uh, this yeah, is, save the best for last on this it. one. Is it a uh, goddamn Des- Dynasty Warriors game? <laughs> <laughs> is it Takaiden? Yeah. It's not Takaiden, right? Uh, it's Takaiden. It's not Takaiden 2.5. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. No, th- uh, so um, Sega's been pretty cool lately about um, getting um, some of like the console-exclusive Japanese games onto PC, and one of the uh, latest ones that the, that's made the jump is uh, Yakuza Zero, um, mm-hmm. and so I I started getting into Yakuza Zero, and I wasn't super sure what I was getting into uh, because I've never really heard them described uh, like the way you normally hear a game described. Like, what is Yakuza? What is the Yakuza series? People say, "Oh no, it's it's awesome. These games are just great," and that's kind of it. Yep. Um, but it's uh, I'm I'm having so much fun with this game, guys. It's it's real good. <laughs> Um, it's chronologically the first in the series, but it's, I think the most recent, 
uh, release. Uh, yep, until Kazawi comes out, I believe. Uh, yeah. No, I think, I think, it, but then they're going to release another. Oh yeah, that's another right. one. They are. Yeah. Right. I think Yakuza. Kiwami no, no. So six Kiwami. came out after this one. Okay. Right? Gotcha. Yes. So so, yeah, so this is the one before. So yeah, they they made this one, which is like a prequel to the whole thing. Yes. Right. But it uh, is not the newest one. I think six is the newest. Six one. must be the newest. Okay. Um. So it's it's a brawler ostensibly where you, you third person 3d brawler uh it's set in 1989 uh during the kind of like asset boom in japan okay um so it's almost like like 70s vegas in a lot of ways it's like oh, wow. just covered in neon uh and it's a it's a this crime story you know about the yakuza uh, uh but it's also full of just incredibly weird and endearing side content uh, in the form of like quests um, where you just kind of meet random people and get involved in their lives. And then uh, activities like uh, karaoke and darts and like other nightlife things that you can do. You can actually go to a porno theater and and watch these like... (laughs) winds up being incredibly tame innocent little video clips uh but uh um, i can only imagine it's it's really it's a strange strange thing but uh it's some of the best characters i've i've seen and like i've i've laughed out loud at my desk more times at this game just out of sheer delight than uh i think i can ever remember with any other game there's um uh there's Let's see. Uh, I'll try to pick a moment here. Uh, one of the uh, the characters, Kiryu, is kind of at this point in the storyline. Uh, I think in later, chronologically later, Yakuza games, he's like this complete consummate badass. But in Zero, he's kind of just starting out. And um, he uh, he's walking down the street and happens to overhear a conversation between a... Uh, a young woman and a, a gentleman standing outside a club. And it turns out that the young lady is a dominatrix and the, uh, this, this middle-aged guy is her client, but she's hmm. not really getting the whole, like she's just a terrible, terrible dominatrix. Cause she's too nice and like polite, uh, just not getting the, so what happens is a side quest where Kiryu has to take her to the park. And she asks him like, please show me how to like, cause some, some, jackasses show up and curious gears them off and she's like please i want to learn how to be like you and berate people like that <laughs> so you have to go to take her to the park and do this weird role play session where she's the dominatrix you're the client and you're giving her these lines that she can use and at the, <laughs> the whole point of the story is that she wants to build confidence and get beyond this sort of life that she lived before where she was very demure and would laugh off uh you know people doing her you know friends who kind of short scripted her or, or, or did something wrong uh and she wants to be more confident and there's never a moment where there's uh where the the snm thing is like looked down on or made to be freaky or shameful uh it's all um it's all incredibly positive like uh, so i don't know it's it's an endearing game it it, it 
there's very very strange moments like the karaoke uh mini game what you're watching in the background begins in kind of just like a little chintzy karaoke club with a disco ball and a microphone and a jukebox basically and then the the scene changes depending on the song song to I, there's one where all of a sudden uh, this other character uh, that you play uh, Goro Majima who's the manager of this nightclub uh, he winds up starts singing the song and you know about halfway through everything flips there's backup dancers he's in a disco yes. suit with roller skates on and a headband uh, it's like basically an Andrew Lloyd Webber production wow. of uh, like you know, Starlight Express or something I don't know I keep uh, I, I, I keep looking yeah. for like a way to get into Yakuza, but because there's so many of them, and now I'm like, yeah. man, Zero being like the 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 first one, you know, in the series, and then like also being on PC, and it's only like twenty bucks. I'm kind of like, yeah. maybe this is the one. Maybe this, this is a good way to get in. Yeah, it's the way I get in. So, so I don't no, know. I, I'm I, down. I'm, I'm, I've had it. I've been. I've been back in the States since Monday. Uh, and I've played since Monday I've played ten hours. Oh yeah, so you're you're in. So th- yep, that's they got you. They got kind of you. a lot, yeah. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> you're deep. So that's me. Uh, Monster Hunter comes out tomorrow. Uh, I've got that pre ordered. Um, so that's probably gonna be uh, taking over before too long, but uh Yakuza Zero, man, I think it's uh that's a winner. Um Yeah. And the down. combat's not like I, I I will say this like the combat's not phenomenal. Yeah, like, I think but I, sleeping I think dogs is better. I think that's part that's, of it, right? Like, yeah, I think that's always been the gripe with Yakuza is like the game is, eh. <laughs> you know, like the punching yeah. stuff. Eh. But apparently that's it's getting a, better though. Like in the I last it's couple, fine. it's been better. Yeah, um, it's it's not bad by any stretch. It's just it's not deep or anything like that. It's, yeah, there's, it's just, there's you get a couple different fighting styles. There's moves to unlock. Uh, but I mean, it's very an XXY combo sort of thing. Yeah, you just kind of mash um, the buttons until people die. Pretty much. Yep. Um, and I, I know there's probably ways to finesse it, but for a mm-hmm. you know fat fingered idiot like me, it's fine too. So, uh, but so no, I I dig it. I dig it a lot. Uh, the Yakuza games are. I'm just glad that Sega is doing this finally. Like the, yeah, I wonder yeah. what took them so long. I don't know. There, there's an I mean, interesting could, story. Like Sega just Sega woke Europe, up and I just think. started like putting all their games out on steam i don't know why well it's been a push for a long time it's been since uh valkyria chronicles came yeah. out for uh the pc and uh and i know i think sega europe has really really been pushing this for quite a few years and it was the fact that valkyria chronicles did so well that they were kind of we may have talked about this before a little bit but i think that was what really got the ball rolling and uh and gave them the sort of the clout within sega you know, with the upper management uh, to really start looking at more ports. And then, you know, Bayonetta's come out and um, and Vanquish. And, uh, you know, they've all done pretty well. And they've found an audience on Steam. I think um, just what I've read, it's like they're not, they, they've liked this. It's gone well and they're going to continue to do it. So that's I'm awesome. Yeah. yeah. Keep putting this stuff out for $20 on PC and I will like buy 100%, it. 100%. Yeah. I'll wait a year and <laughs> totally play it on PC for. <laughs> Yeah. discount prices that's great yeah man so bring those games anyway. back from the dead sure just like luigi oh god yeah luigi's dead Poor everyone luigi. luigi has died they killed i, I can't, can't believe 
<laughs> so, so if anybody, sorry, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the uh, the trailer <laughs> for Smash yeah. Brothers, Luigi's dead. He gets killed. Oh, he did. He gets he killed crap. by like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> like, I mean, in itself, it's a pretty violent like killing yes, too, it is. right? Like, yeah. I mean, and and the 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 picture like it, he gets like slashed by like this scythe and there is like it's got like a weird glow to it and i'm pretty sure he's just like bleeding everywhere like <laughs> you know because he's just like there's like this goo everywhere and i'm like well that can't be like ectoplasm sure looks like blood yeah. <laughs> i mean it is pretty horrific and then his like weird little luigi ghost <laughs> comes out of his it's a luigi guts all over the Dude, Smash Brothers is a is a thing. How are they trying okay. to get hardcore, man? I want to say this first. I'm glad Luigi's dead, and I'll tell you why. He sucked ever since Super Mario Brothers Two. I've hated him. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, well, you're about to get some hate, man. So, so fuck I Luigi. Mean, and uh, yeah, what is, great, what is going on? Like what? <laughs> What is like Nintendo's like marketing for Smash Brothers has been like insane. Like it has been, it's progressively getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Um, They're steering into the memes for sure. I feel like it's parody at this point. Like there's no way none of this shit is happening. It's not coming out. Yeah. And I mean, like a couple of minutes ago, Nintendo tweeted out that Luigi's okay. Yeah. They're like, it's okay, guys. He's gonna be like, you know, people they were to put a tweet people out were very sure. upset, you know, like so they're like, he's okay, right? He's um, ruined yeah. my childhood. I can't. It's such a weird thing. I gotta reassure the internet that this character that doesn't actually exist is fine. Like, yeah. come on, I, you what know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Fucking stock prices to worry about. That's probably true. Very weird. Jesus, <laughs> I, I you know I don't I don't get it, man. Like, uh, also apparently, like in the direct, they had in the background of, um, like the direct when one of the guys was talking, they had like Waluigi, colored like chairs. Oh, that's oh. perfect. Next, there's like a purple chair and a yellow chair oh. right next to each other. Oh, that's so good. It's like is it's, that, it's so good. They're like we know, and you're never There's, getting it. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Like what? I I like that. That's, <sighs> that's, that's great. Yeah, and then they're putting that big trolling guy, in, in, which he know, seems he seems pretty cool. cool. Yeah, he yeah. seems neat. Um, you know they what? Rule. I I wish that I was Arc pumped cool. about Smash Brothers. I wish it was my Same thing. I wish I was too. I, I wish really I, wish I enjoyed it even a little bit because I would. Day one that game. They say, I mean, it seems like they're really putting the work in, you know. Sure. Um, yeah. Whatever. What are they up to? Like the character count is absurd. Yeah, it's a lot of. Um, it's a lot of guys. Like everybody there's who's like ever... hundred stages or some dumb shit. Yeah, and yeah. all of those have like thirty six different musical tracks each. Yeah. That's, there's transforming stages. Put, put the work. Like, in a lot there. of this doesn't make any sense. This to is me. their esports. Like, yeah, they're going big. So. Go home. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. They're going um, in. But yeah, the Smash just Smash is just this weird like phenomenon to me that I like you said, you know, I just don't understand it. It's but 
again, it's some of the stuff just hit at the wrong time for me. Like mm-hmm. Pokemon mm-hmm. was just a l- couple years too late. Yep. And I, I, I did not wind up getting. So that's, I feel like, you know, if you missed out on that the first time or were too old, like I was, I think I was whatever, 16 or 17, but like, um, like once you kind of missed the boat, I think it's because I didn't have a 64 as a child, so I never yeah. played the original one. Mm-hmm. And now it's just nostalgia is a strong drug. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So. Now they're trying to like steal back that audience that they didn't get exactly. originally. You yeah. know, it's sort of like they... oh, IGN likes to steal reviews. So yeah. Um, that uh, this is a wild story, but not. I I wish that I could say it was like a surprising story, you know. I think like, I, but it, it. I mean, it, there's like always rumblings of this, right? Like, like th- this stuff has been going around for a long time, but like mm-hmm. apparently, so so who is really familiar with this? Like, Ian, have you done a bunch of reading about this whole thing? Uh, like, just are bit, you familiar I mean, with with the situation? The I mean, just to give it a quick rundown, basically, uh, this had to do with uh, Dead Cells, uh, the you know coming out of early access, and IGN published a review by their Nintendo editor, uh, Philip. Uh, M- I can't remember. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Uh, Musin. Um, I believe. Anyway, that. there's yeah. a uh, so they did the video review, you know, standard IGN review, um, and then uh, a YouTuber named uh boomstick gaming um kind of pointed out it's like i think ign stole from my re- review of dead cells and sure enough uh like a lot of the wording the structure of the review um that ign published was pretty similar to what boomstick gaming had published a few days beforehand um so ign went and did a uh a little bit of a uh, investigation and they found that there was too much uh, similarities between the video reviews uh, to be explained just by simple parallel construction. And they pulled the review and parted ways uh, with the re- reviewer. So, and this was not a freelancer. This was, you know, the, one of their you know, like salaried staff. So yeah, um, kind of a, you know, IGN gets shit on a lot. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, talk about, you know, review corruption. I, I think what pops to me most about the story is that, uh, it was like as soon as they found out about this, I mean, it was less than 24 hours that, yeah. uh, and the whole gaming press pretty much had a, had nothing but condemnation for the, the practice. Um, so uh, to me, like, again, people do grumble about this kind of stuff a lot, but it's kind of striking in how rarely this actually does happen yeah. and how, um, and how, you know, quick the, you know, industry is to, uh, to react to it. And I think, right. um, I think IGN did the right thing. Oh yeah, for um, sure. I think the other thing that I'd point out too is that reviewing is tough, and there's uh, incentives. The incentives are pretty bad, like when it comes to this kind of thing, because you don't often get a lot of lead time. Um, you get maybe a week, sometimes ten days, uh, if you're lucky. Sometimes it's less than that uh, to turn a review around, and that's not very much time at all if you've got to sink forty hours into something. Uh, just to be able to complete it. Um, so yeah, 
I mean, the it, fact that that's the case, like, and you also like from the site perspective, you don't want to get your review up late uh, because you're, I mean, it's almost as bad as not having one because you're missing out on so much of that initial and interest traffic. Right. Um, and, and where which, are you going to get placed in Google rankings anyway? So, yeah, which is why, I mean, I think like people are like, well, giant bomb doesn't have to do their reviews, you know, right away. And it's like, well, yeah, but they're giant bomb. You know, like yeah, yeah. Giant Bomb can do whatever the hell they want and it doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, like people are there for different reasons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, know, you know, like And they're also CBS, so they yeah. can afford to not give a fuck really. So yeah. um And but, the, one of the really yeah. sad parts of this is of course now people are gonna dig into everything this guy wrote. And like they've oh, they've yeah. started to find like some similarities between like um you know, a review that, that he did of FIFA and another place, mm. you know, and he, they're comparing those and they're like, oh, it looks like you ripped this one off too. And, um, oof, it's pretty bad. Like, one thing I he's think a couple of people have pointed out. Yeah, he's absolutely done. There's no way I'm picking that guy up. It's kind of a shame. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, he's unhirable. I mean, it, it sucks for him. Yeah. Lot. I mean, I mean he, well, I mean, it's, like, it's a shame for like, it's just a shame for like IGN because they're like, Hey, we had an employee and now we don't and like it's it, yeah. Yeah. look like you're, he's in a, like, obviously this is a deplorable practice and like no one should ever oh, do yeah. it. Right. But also it's always a shame for somebody to like lose their, their livelihood. Their livelihood. You know? oh, yeah, like, sure. I mean, be a better, be better human so that IGN doesn't have to yeah. fire you for plagiarism, you know? But like um, yeah, I mean, 101 a, journalism, 101, isn't that the first absolutely. rule? Maybe don't, plagiarize and i I, it's always astonishing to me because this is i can't believe that it it happens because it's so easy to catch right you're gonna get caught it's so easy to just do comparison right like i mean exactly i mean this human doesn't even have to find you one thing that i will say is that even even though this is like a you know man it really sucks to have your stuff plagiarized right like this poor, this boobstick guy, now he's getting like some, he's like, hey, I was good enough. You know, he's getting yeah, some right? views, you know, he had like, exactly. I mean, he, exactly. he had a reasonable channel before he had like 11,000 subscribers, you know? Yep. So, he, uh-huh. I mean, he's not like, I mean, it's not huge or anything. Like I think IG yeah, has it's like kind of a medium, 10, like 10 he was breaking or, into the YouTube thing, but he was doing it, you know, like 11, yeah. 11,000 subscribers is not five, you know, he's, he's, you know, people are watching his stuff and. Yeah. Now, like, hopefully a lot more people watch this stuff. So hopefully something positive comes out of it. And, you know, they go, wow, it, so it was good enough for the IGN guy to steal. <laughs> <laughs> let's go check well, his shit out. Let's yeah, go check his shit out. Yeah, 46K now. Yeah, look at him. Here's See, the thing. Like, I mean. Do definitely check him out. I think he deserves that. Uh, I will say this, too, that another thing that's kind of come up is uh, just in the in light of all this is that uh, both reviews um, – you know, IGNs and boomsticks. I mean, it kind of shows how you can really get into these kind of verbal crutches in, oh, uh, yeah. in reviewing. Oh like, yeah. So sure. much like kind of buzzword jargon mm-hmm. marketing speak that we've all kind of internalized and accepted as the way that we describe games. Like, Oh, it's a Metroidvania roguelike. And then you just kind of go through a features list. Uh, and it's like, I don't know. It, I feel like reviews ought to be better you know like there should be some kind of voice expressed and you know, i don't yeah people, but like, i'll just just you know, say that uh, a bunch of the nonsense that you've heard before and right like, yeah like, right. You know, like it, there's such a rut um because we're so used to like just this kind of review pr speak mm-hmm. 
uh, whether you know, and people get mad when they don't see it, right? Like they they get mad when they don't see it. Like they get they get irritated. It's like, well, but I don't know. Is it good? You know, it's like, well, all right. You, you know, see I think the ultimate example of that is like yeah. the, you know, the, the rock, paper, shotgun, steam uh, charts, you know, article that I read. And I know it's not a review, but like mm-hmm. I love to I love to look at that thing every week because it's <laughs> like literally the most ridiculous thing that gets written ever. And it has nothing to do with the steam charts like he wrote like some sort of long form like fantasy story last time and it was just like i I mean and that was his like description under every single game you know it was just like yeah just this story and it just i mean it was like number five you know PUBG or you know number four gta and like he did no description of gta no like anything just like this story and it's and I'm sure I mean it's great. Like I'm so glad that he continues because it. I I think I said it to you guys quite a while ago and was like, man, this guy is kind of off the rails, and he has continued. It's continued to get crazier, and I, you know what? <laughs> I salute you, rock paper shotgun guy. Great job. Keep doing it. I love it. Um, they give their, their their writers get a pretty wide mandate when it comes to covering things. They uh when another story like when Space Hulk Deathwing or no, the Space Hulk video game adapt adaptation that came out a couple years ago was yep. announced, and that didn't wind up being very good. But when the announcement uh, <laughs> hit, uh, someone on the staff and I can't remember who uh, was super excited and he wrote it up, and the word and the the whole story and it was probably seven hundred words. It was just all caps Space Hulk. Repeated over and over and over and over and over again. Just space Hulk, space Hulk, space Hulk. And then there'd be pictures and there'd be a caption that just said space Hulk, space Hulk, space Hulk, space Hulk. And so it just went on. Like it was paginated. So you'd like pop it out and it was like this full 750 word article. Wow. Uh, That's so. Like the, I mean, like this guy, like really yeah, weird. John John Walker is the guy that does it over there. And oh like, yeah, John Walker. I remember early in July, I think it was about a month oh, ago. John. He did one where it was all Crazy about man. like fish. It was like fish facts, <laughs> and so oh it was God. like you know, it was like number ten, you know, Counter Strike, <laughs> and it had like a picture of a fish, and he had literally no <laughs> pictures of any video games. It was anything. just like no. that is photos awesome. of I, fish and like you know facts about fish. It was, I mean, yes. that guy's having he's fun. doing it right. Like, um, John, I mean, he's uh, other he's writing other things, but like. You know, he just doesn't give a shit at this point. He's like, no, and I think one of the things, like he's a, one of the founding me- members, I think, of Rock Paper Shotgun. Yeah. He he's become a dad for the first time in the last couple of years, and there's like definitely a pre-child John Walker and a post-child oh, yeah. John Walker. And I think having a kid has slightly broken his brain, um, <laughs> but in a i don't know like your mileage may vary but i've really enjoyed what he's come up with <laughs> since uh since the kid showed up because he's a little bit more cranky and weird and uh like he just doesn't tolerate that's, things that he doesn't like anymore um so that's a good time it's, yeah <laughs> it's a good time if you haven't read the steam charts 
um, definitely check that article out. That, <laughs> that gets posted on Rock Paper Shotgun every week. You absolutely should check it out because it's yeah. hilarious. Go back a year or two and just like watch the descent into madness. Yeah, I mean the, he, the, it has gotten. <laughs> I mean it's it is gradually like I I started watch I started reading it about a year ago and now I'm just like super hooked and I can't stop. <laughs> it's like so. yeah, it's like The Walking Dead. The John yeah, Walker. He's dead. just doing it, man. Like, and it, yeah. I mean, how many times can you paste like, you know, PUBG into exactly. a document? Yeah, like, like <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> PUBG is on the Steam charts again. I'm going to write about this. Yep. Thing, Grand Theft like, Auto so. again. You know, yeah. uh, Counter Strike so. again. Um, hmm. So, I, all right. I well, like, I think like those, I think that's stories. most of the news for this yep. week. I'm glad that we're back. You know, we took a week off. Yeah, man. We took a week off. And, you, you know, it's good to come back. Got to deal with life. Got to get some vacation in. And... Yeah, Madden's yeah. coming. Oh, God. Soon we're going to be having a lot to talk about. So live back it up. In the drop of games every goddamn week for the rest of the year. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Up to 50,000 games to play. There's some Madden stuff to talk about already, actually, but we can get to that next week. But uh, you get yeah. some more stuff. You got some more. You got yeah, some more jams. I mean, they, nah, we can wait. All can, right. But the the whole like the, there was a song in the soundtrack that had uh, Colin Kaepernick's name in it that got bleeped. Oh yeah, uh, I, I, that was dumb. That happened another time too, though. Like right where he, they accidentally yeah, had him in year. there and they had to remove him. That's yeah, all due to really, like you know what like I, I don't yeah, feel it, you know what like that's a totally understandable mistake like. You know, you, you think you have the rights and like, you're just like, you know, doing your thing. And then you're like, Oh wait, actually we don't have the rights. Cause this guy's not, mm-hmm. you know, he's not playing football or, or whatever anymore. And, mm-hmm. <sighs> and then this year what it was nightmare. the reverse. What they a nightmare they didn't and didn't music and video games so, has become. Exactly. Yeah. Like rights management up is up even more every year. God, just get it right. Just sign the contracts so that they're right. It's like, you know what? I want to use this song in this video game and it's going to live there forever. Like, exactly. can you imagine but, if yeah, like comic book characters showing up in their d- other movies? I mean, that's a yeah. whole, you know, what if rights management? Think about this. Like, that. what if like, you know, you were watching like heat and one of the songs had to be removed because, yeah. you know, they didn't have the rights anymore. Like, Isn't that going to be the case? That hasn't with, happened yet. I mean, like they've. They that's because they're written like, appropriately. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the like, contracts like are a written strong contract the right way. That says you've got this into perpetuity or eighty years or something. Yeah. Like that, rather than like the video game contract, which gives you like five, five or years, less. Like, far. there's already yeah, yeah like, like soundtracks. What that the hell has have, like these video games people done? Like, just use the same one that the movie people use. Just use yeah, the imagine, same one. Imagine firing up Burnout Paradise in a couple years and like the intro. Oh, no. Isn't Paradise City anymore? Like it's that kind of thing. That's so horrifying. Yeah. Like what a terrible yeah. thing that Wouldn't would that be. be. Bad? Um, yeah, it's the name of the game. <laughs> yeah. Please put it back. Uh, Axel probably could use the money, so I don't think he's gonna yeah. yank it yet. Yeah, so he loves those re- residual checks. Gotta get them residuals. Uh, yeah. Gotta buy more. Excellent buckethead. Head scarves. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> strangely yes head enlarged scarves. head yeah. yeah he's getting bigger yeah, head scarves that's what he's buying with it <laughs> uh, all right video anyway, games yeah they're still happening they are we're still playing them we're still alive 
Yay. That's awesome. what we're on a week. We'll be back. Guys, I think. Yeah. We'll be back again next week. Where can they find you if in the meantime they want to hear from you, Jermaine? Uh, I'm going to be on the thing called Twitch, doing the Twitch thing, mm. streaming and whatnot. You can find me over there under Kryptonite. And currently, I think Saturday will be my last day of Alien Isolation because I think I'm right there at the end. So I'm going to beat it. Ooh, exciting. You made it through. So, aren't, you glad, aren't you glad you played that game? Nice. I am ecstatic that I played it because that's that was definitely on the list of games I'm never going to play because it is fucking creepy mm-hmm. as hell. But yeah. It's so good. The atmosphere, the gameplay, they, they nailed that game. So I can't wait. I can't wait to be done with it, but I am ecstatic that i actually played it i'm so glad you played it go watch go watch go yeah, reward absolutely. him with some views for for yeah. getting outside of his yeah. comfort zone a little you bit. big scaredy cat exactly next yeah. on the scary list i think it's soma oh soma's good Ooh, soma's really interesting yeah. too i that's, would argue that's that the only soma's, reason i'm gonna play it yeah soma's story is way more interesting than alien i think you'll you'll love it i look forward to it all right and what about you ian uh, you can find me on the Twitter at iBoudreau. Yep. That's where I link out to all my stuff. So, yeah, if you want to follow me, uh, find out what I'm up to, yeah, just hit me there. Smash right. that. Making bad tweets. Smash that follow like button. <laughs> smash the follow. Smash yeah. it. Like, follow, subscribe, retweet, subtweet. 100%, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> the social media engagement, man. Engagement that's, that's, percentages. Yeah. Reach. <laughs> hey, stop giving all the secrets in, out, man. They impressions. They don't know about that. Don't know about that. <laughs> uh, RT, if you agree. RT. Or not. Oh, yeah. RT, if you agree. Like, if you disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can right. find me, <laughs> Michael underscore underscore Benson, on Twitter, still tweeting. Always Wait. there. Until then, we'll see you soon. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.